Welcome to Political as Heck, a podcast where we discuss politics and policy. I'm Corey Assel, joined by Utah State Senator Todd Weiler. What's up, Todd? Hey, Corey. You tired? Uh, a little bit. I'm actually at the state capitol right now because I just finished speaking to a group up here. And we have with us the wonderful Representative Candace Perucci. Oh, thanks, guys, for having me join you. So happy to have you, uh, Representative Perucci. As we get started here, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Like, what district do you serve? How do you get your start in the state legislature and all that kind of good stuff? You bet. I represent House District 49 now, which is the Riverton and Harriman area. I actually grew up in my district, and uh, I've been in the legislature since 2019. I'm currently the chair of education um, and serve on government operations as well. Uh, but I actually interned at the state capitol when I was a senior in high school, fell in love with the process, and uh, obviously later on decided to run. So I'm happy to be able to serve. And and Corey, I didn't know you interned up here, but when Representative Perucci was first elected, I think she was the youngest legislator. That that uh, that now belongs to uh, the new representative uh, who's 25 years old. What's his name? Kenneth? Tyler Clancy. Yeah, I am happy to pass that baton on. I got elected <laughs> at 27. I'm I'm really impressed with him. He's an awesome dude. Very cool stuff. All right, so uh, it's not just that uh, you're on the younger side; it's also that you're kicking butt and taking names up at the state legislature. And we're all really impressed with the stuff that you get done. One big thing that we want to talk about today on Thursday, the Utah legislature cleared a final vote on your bill, Utah Fits All Scholarship Bill, HB 215. The bill provides funding for a limited number of students who choose to pursue non-public schooling options. The bill separately also provides a significant raise for public school teachers statewide. Governor Cox just signed the bill this morning, so congratulations on that. Thank you. It's really exciting for our state. So uh, we're wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your bill and, and the motivations behind it. Absolutely. So you've highlighted, I'll give you a flyby version of it. You highlighted some of the pieces of it, uh, but the bill does two important things. It increases teacher compensation by $6,000. So part of that is a benefit increase. Part of that's a salary increase, and that'll be effective this fall. They'll start seeing that in their paychecks. And then the second piece it does is it creates the Utah Fits All Scholarship Program, which is a scholarship that empowers families to be able to customize their kids' learning experience so they can apply for the scholarship. And that, that money can be used to go towards micro school, homeschool costs, private school tuition, uh, different educational expenses um, to be able to help that kiddo learn better in a more customized learning environment. Something important as well about this is we really wanted to make sure school choice and these alternative options became a reality for our low-income and middle-class families. So the program managing entity, the bill directs them, well, now law will direct them to prioritize low-income and middle-class families first when they are distributing the scholarship funds. Very cool. I want to give you the chance to respond to some of the criticisms that are out there. So first, what do you say to those who argue that by taking funds out of public education to fund private education, you're actually undermining public education? It's absolutely not true. These are new dollars. We're not taking any money out of our public education system. And to put it into context, we spend over $7 billion, with a B, $7 billion on public education in our state. The state alone puts 
billion of that in. It'll probably be more this year. Um, and so this this scholarship amount is forty two million dollars. It's less than half a percent of the education budget, and this is new money. Um, from new revenue of the income tax that will be funding that. I think we have to get back to a place where we're prioritizing students. While I've been working on this bill, so many people have talked about the system and the adults in the system, but the system was created for the students in our state. And we have to get back to a place where we're serving them and meeting them where they're at with whatever learning environment is best for them. So I actually think we'll find a lot of the Students who take advantage of this scholarship are going to be homeschoolers and microschoolers, which has become much more popular through COVID. But I'm sure we and we do anticipate that some students will be using this for private school. And if that means that they're in a better uh, learning environment or a place that's, you know, they're able to develop and grow more, I think that's a win for the state. Candace, um, our Representative Perucci, I've heard, well, I've seen some chatter on Facebook that somehow your bill violates the uh, Utah Constitution because we're directly appropriating money to private entities. How would you respond to that? So the bill, I worked closely with the drafting entity, excuse me, the drafting attorney, and at no point did he raise any concerns on that front. But I will also say this is an educational spending account. So the state isn't sending the money directly to a private school. They're sending the money to the program managing entity who will then award those scholarships and parents can direct those dollars. And the Supreme Court has upheld in several cases, uh, educational spending or saving accounts as they're called across the country. Uh, so I don't foresee there being a challenge with that. I know people also brought up the fact that we did teacher pay and the scholarship program in one bill but I opened the bill as an education funding bill. So both of those are within the education system and the two most important pieces of our, our public education system. So I don't foresee that we'll have any issues with that. That's a pretty compelling answer. So on uh, just to follow along on the, uh, you just noted how, how these two pieces are combined. I was at a breakfast this morning with legislators down in South uh, Utah County. Uh, it was four Republicans, all four voted in favor said they favored the bill but it was interesting that each one also said separately that they they would have preferred to vote on these separately and of course the crit uh, the critics are saying you know that these should have been voted on separately and so forth but i wonder if you could tell us uh how, how do these two elements come together in a single bill and, and how are you thinking about it so in the past the legislature has tried to do a direct appropriation we obviously in 2008 started the uh, supplementary amount that the state put into a teacher uh, salary. But since then, there have been efforts to try and increase teacher pay, and they've never crossed the finish line. They haven't gotten the wide support they need. Um, so I would say that <clears throat> there were people who, would, I would argue, wanted to vote for the school choice bill, but weren't crazy about the um, teacher pay increase, but they were, they were willing to support the bill still and vice versa. Uh, so this is a compromise bill. This is something that we're making sure that both students and teachers are getting the resources they need. It also, I took feedback from last year. I'd worked on a school choice bill. You'll notice the name change. They they hated the name Hope Scholarship. And by they, I mean the uh, education establishment. They said, you're implying there's no hope in the system. So we changed it to something a little more neutral, like the Utah Fits All Scholarship Program. And then the other um, 
issue they cited was teachers feel like you're giving up on the system. So I figured what better way to show we're not giving up on the system by doing a direct appropriation to teachers. And I will say there was also an interim audit that came out that was pretty damning in that it showed a lot of the money that we are pumping into education from the state level is not getting to the end of the road. The water's not getting to the end of the row. A lot of that money is sitting in administrative salaries, administrative positions, red tape. And so we keep thinking at the legislature, we're, we keep increasing funding. Teachers have got to be getting pay increases. Well, that may not necessarily be the case. So this was a way to make sure they directly saw that pay increase. Yeah, that's a point that Todd's made several times about how the legislature actually has funded education, but the money's gone in different directions. But I think you just made a compelling case that... Uh, that there probably wasn't the votes for either one of these pieces. And by bringing them together, it puts them in a position to, to both pass and for a lot of people to kind of get what they wanted. So one, one last one that, that I want to give you the chance to address that I just keep hearing. This is from critics on the left. They're just, they basically argue that, that you're a puppet sort of doing the bidding of these outside groups like ALEC or Libertas or Americans for Prosperity, et cetera. Can, can you tell us uh, how you came to decide to run this particular bill? and what you're hearing from your own constituents. So I will say anyone who knows me well knows I am the master of my own ship. I don't take crap. And I, <laughs> quite frankly, um, I've always been really passionate about school choice. Uh, and, and I'll tell you that education, I have the second youngest district in the state. And I have heard one of the biggest challenges as I've talked to parents is they feel like they don't have a lot of options right now, especially during COVID. And so they so started looking into that, uh, looking at different creative options, out-of-the-box ideas that other states have done. Utah is in no way leading out on this. We're joining a host of other states who already have robust school choice programs implemented, and there are 25 states considering them this session. So this isn't just a red or a blue state issue. This is becoming wildly popular across the board as people are recognizing kids are unique and we have to be able to meet them where they're at. So uh, are there grassroots uh, efforts to support this bill? Of course. Um, and some of the groups you mentioned uh, all supported the bill. But I, the entire time uh, through interim, maintained that I was the one who was working directly with a drafting attorney, uh, made sure that we were working with my caucus, as well as the governor and other uh, important key leaders to get to a place where everyone could support this bill. So people are going to say what they're going to say, but it's not true. And it, you know, there was a lot of hard work and sleepless nights put into this uh, by a lot of us around the table. And I'm glad we were able to get it to a place where we could get a super majority and get this implemented in Utah. Good stuff. Well, Todd, you supported the bill. Can you give us a sense for how did you see it? How do you view it? Well, I know that um, there was a lot of organized opposition to it. It seemed to me um, that I'm, gu I'm guessing 80% of the emails I got were from teachers, former teachers, spouses of teachers, retired teachers. Um, and, and, and not that they don't, that, that, that they're not citizens and they can't voice their opinion. I know that because in the email it would say I'm a retired teacher or I'm a teacher at this school or my my you know wife is a teacher and so you know they're kind of self-identifying and I and I want to compliment the UEA and some of the education ad, uh, advocates they they were very good at 
at getting, you know, a message out and getting people to contact their, their legislators. I also had a number of emails, less, but a number of emails in support of the, um, uh, of the bill. But, um, you know, first of all, um, we were told that, you know, for, for years that, you know, uh, stop telling us you, you care about teachers and you care about public education, put your money where your mouth is. And so this bill, you know, gives the teachers what will either be the largest raise for teachers in Utah history or the second largest when you combine it with the WPU increase that will come this year on top of this. And then, so when we, when we combine it, then they say, oh, well, if you really cared about teachers, you wouldn't uh, link the two together, which I still don't understand how that, you know, I received an email or two that said this was like spitting in the face of teachers. And if, if someone wants to spit me in the face and give me a 10 or 15% raise, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I just say, I don't see that as a spit in the face, but, um, and then, and Representative Perucci didn't mention this, but I, I've been saying this, so maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, last year when she ran the Hope Scholarship Bill, which was a similar, but I think this is a better bill this year, um, the governor came out early in the session and said, I will veto this because I don't believe you know, we're fully funding a teacher salary. And, you know, I've told people, I, I think they're, they're, they're combined because the governor said um, he would veto the bill unless there was a huge increase in teacher salaries. And this, this does both. And so I thought, you know, it was, it was great. Now, some naysayers have said, well, they combined them. So if the citizens try to do a referendum, um, then they would, you know, it would be harder to get people to vote uh, against, you know, to repeal a bill because they'd be taking away a, a teacher salary increase. I, I, there might have been some thought of that, and that's that's kind of an evil genius way uh, of doing things, but there won't be a referendum now. I don't know if we've announced that because it did pass by a two-thirds majority in both the House and the Senate, and under Utah law, uh, a bill is only subject to a referendum if it if it passes by less than two-thirds in, in either or both bodies. Now, there could be a, a citizen's initiative, but that's, I think, a much harder process and um, again, uh, as I, you know, the, the, the power of initiative is equal to that of the legislature. So if there was an initiative and let's say it, it, it by some miracle passed uh, by a small margin, the legislature could then still go back and change it. Now, we would, excuse me, take a lot of criticism if we did that because we'd, we'd be accused of uh, undermining the will of the people. But quite frankly, we're accused of that every time we do something controversial. So. Right. So, uh, Representative Perucci, while we have you here, I want to give you another chance. Uh, you've, after this major accomplishment, what else are you working on this legislative session? Well, I, love, I, appreciate- I love your bill about sports dress. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. If I can just add one more thought before we close up 215, sure. I have been so humbled and surprised by the people who came to our committee in support of this bill. Particularly, there are so many individuals in our minority communities who showed up and said, we need options. And it was really moving to see the diverse demographics and statewide support for this. So, Todd, I'm sorry that your emails were 80 to 20. Mine were more 60, 40. I have a really conservative district, though. Uh, no, I said really... 80% from school teachers. Of the oh, ones that oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, but I'm really excited for what this means for Utah students and teachers moving forward. Other bills I'm working on right now, as as Todd alluded to, uh, I do have a bill that protects religious uh, liberties of our students who right now are being told they can't wear religious headwear 
or practice personal standards of modesty while participating in sports. And so they're being told they can't play. So that bill is important in getting that taken care of. Uh, I've got another bill also that will follow up on the work I've done to close our Confucius Institutes. It would close the Confucius classroom in Utah that's currently funded by the Chinese Communist Party and replace that funding and upscale Utah's funding of our dual language immersion programs. And then I have another bill that would prohibit China from making any land purchases in Utah. Well, any restricted foreign entity that's on the national defense authorization list um, from making any uh, land purchase in Utah. So that's just some of the, the bills I've got going, but none of them are going to be as mammoth in size as 215 was. Good stuff. Those are all really good uh, substantive things. So um, good luck with those. Any, uh, any last word, Todd, on this? Um, I, I think that that uh, I think that everyone should be able to participate in sports and clothing that uh, conforms with their religious beliefs. I, I mean, I, I think it would be a different discussion if somehow it gave them a, an advantage in the sport. But I, I don't I don't hear that from uh, from from what uh, Representative Prucci is saying. So I just really appreciate working with her. Obviously, I'm in the Senate. She's in the House. But um, she's I think she's a rising star in the legislature. And. I know, um, um, you know, I, I just, I think she does a great job in, in really um, getting out there and, and building support and getting a lot of stakeholder input. So I, I always appreciate that and other legislators. Thanks, Senator. I appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for talking to us. Representative Perucci, good stuff. Keep up the hard work and uh, good luck on the remainder of the session. Hey, thank Thanks, you. Candace. I appreciate it. We'll see you guys. All right. See you. All right. We'll be back next week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, Todd. See you. Bye-bye.